Good morning, everybody, and it's a beautiful, gorgeous day out there. It's going to be uh, nice and warm today, and the uh, sky is clear and crisp. And if you looked up in the sky last night, and you should, the sky is there made in order for us to look at it. The whole Shemaim is talking. That's Abraham Avinu saw. He saw the Shemaim. Last night was a full hunter's moon, a big, fat, round moon, an orange color, too. Look at that moon, and it's talking volumes. It's talking volumes. Even without a Torah, you look at that moon, you see Hashem in the moon. And he's, he's holding the moon. He's moving the moon. He's shining on you. And that light, where is it coming from? The moon? Well, everybody knows that the moon's light is coming from the sun, from behind the moon. But the truth of the matter is that you say the sun, where is that light coming from? Well, people think it's coming from the sun itself. But that is only a mirage. A mirage, my friends. The sun's light is coming from behind the sun. No less than the moon's light is coming from behind the moon. And we have to cut through it. That's what is called nature. Nature is hiding. So it, it reveals or conceals. Nature reveals Hashem or conceals Hashem. That's our test, my friends. That's our test in life. To see Hashem through nature. When we do that, we're accomplishing our purpose in life to see Hashem in all the things in the world. That's what Abraham Avinu taught. Now, Abraham Avinu, um, we know he had his big test over there, Lech Lecha. Hashem told him, leave your land, leave your business, leave everything, leave your family, leave your friends. Leave where, you, leave where you were born and go where I tell you to go. He didn't tell him where he was going, but he t- just go, leave, okay. Hashem. Maybe if Hashem told us to, we would do it too. He picked up the telephone and he said, uh, Abraham, go where I told you. So Abraham. Now, Abraham took his wife, who didn't hear the command, uh, his wife was was faithful and loyal. He took Lot also. Lot didn't hear any, any Hashem call him neither. But Lot was faithful to his rabbi, to Abraham Avinu. And Lot also, he risked everything to go. So don't don't uh, put down Lot so fast. He was, at that time, he was a very righteous man, no question about that. And he took the rest of his entourage and they went. Where'd they go? To Eretz, to Eretz Canaan. They went to Eretz Canaan. Now in Eretz Canaan, Abraham had a lot of customers because that's what his idea in life was, to convert people. That's what he, what he packed up his lunch every day. So I packed up his lunch. Now, when it says that, it means he said it every day. When it says things once in the Torah, especially in these, in these uh, portions of the Torah, it says it once, it means he said it every day. When, when Sarah Shomach, he listened by the Ohel, that doesn't mean once. She did it every single day. Abraham called out in the name of Hashem every day. He was telling people there was a God in the world and He loves you and He's kind and He's powerful and He's wise and all righteous and everything. He did it every single day of His life. So now Abraham Avinu is in Canaan. He's doing his life's work. Everything's going great. And what happens? A famine hits him. No food. No food in the land. Oh my goodness. Now, you have to know, that's if there's no food, if there's no flour, then there's no Torah. You know, you have to, you have to eat in order to learn Torah. You can't be learning Torah on an on on empty stomach, on starvation. It's not going to work. Not going to work, my friends. So over here, Abraham Avinu saw that his customers were not listening. They had no appetite for Torah. They wanted a tuna fish sandwich, my friends. Give me a tuna. Give me a slice of pizza. Don't give me this Torah business. I want to, I want to eat. So Abraham Avinu was out of business now here. Now what he had to do, he had to go find some more customers. And what did he do? Yeshever be Mitzrayim. There was food in Mitzrayim. He heard about that. There was more food down there. So he took his family and he stroked into Mitzrayim in order to be able to have customers to teach Torah. This is Rav Isaac Sher. That's a Roshiva, Rosh Yeshiva, Slabatki Yeshiva, the son-in-law of the Alta Slabatka. That was his Terutzer, where he went there. The truth, see, people are, there are sermon Farashim that say, hey, 
you went against Torah. Hashem didn't command you to go. Where's your bitachon, my friend Avraham? Mr. Avraham, don't you, don't you believe Hashem is going to feed you? You got to run to Mitzrayim. He didn't tell you to go. Oh, so we're telling you now, he went not because he was afraid of the food. He went because he wanted customers. He was suffering without customers. So we have to see, that's the way to, to view these things. Rabbi Isaac Shea is telling now. Now, they are holding it against Abraham also, some of them. Some of the big ones, that he, 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 he put his wife in danger. Put his wife in danger. They kidnap, kidnap his wife. These are Bnei Ham. Ham, that's the, they have a dark-skinned people. That's Shem, Ham, Yafit. That's the, Afri- the, um, the Egyptians were dark-skinned people. And they were, they were full of uh, uh, immorality. No question about that. That's, that's known. And when they saw this gorgeous Sarah, they grabbed her. And they're going to bring her to Paro. And there was a kidnapping. So they were saying, hey, Abraham, what would you do? You put her in danger. And what did Abraham say? Abraham said, told my wife, he told his wife, look, tell everybody, tell everybody that I'm not your husband, that you're my, that we, we, my brother and sister. So people, uh, so the father said, hey, what, do you want to save your own skin? Now you have to know there's an explanation to this. Isaac says, telling first of all, even these low characters, these benecham, no, they all didn't, wouldn't do, uh, uh, wouldn't take a person's wife, um, uh, just like that. This is against the Shevim Yitzvah That's, Adultery. They wouldn't do adultery. You know what they do instead of adultery? They kill the husband in order not to have adultery. You hear that? Chokhmah. You hear that? Um, righteousness. They'll kill the husband in order not to, and, and take the wife. Now it's not adultery. The husband's dead. So they do that. So Abraham knew, and he had a strategy, Abraham. He goes, look, if I tell him your husband, they're going to kill me, they're going to take her anyway. So if I tell him, I'm, I'm, if they tell him that we're, we're, I'm his brother, then I'll buy time. I'll have time. They're not going to kill me. I'm the brother. What could they kill me for? And, and, but they will buy time. I'll be able to pray. I'll be able to gather an army. I'll be able to pay off the people, pay them off. Whatever I'll be doing. This way, at least I'll have some time. And that was Abraham's strategy. And that's how we're answering over the, 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 uh, the, um, the Mepharshim that are saying he, you know, he did something that maybe wasn't so great. But when we, once we understand his strategy and we see that he left, he left Canaan in order to convert people, we can further understand the greatness about progenitor Avraham Avinu. Have a great day today.